0: to reproduce this content in any form it is strictly intended for my personal use and the enjoyment of my family and a few close friends i hope you enjoy today's daily musings april 22 365 now day one twelve. Non anticipation.--Put forth your effort, with no thought of gain. One should not pray or meditate with any thought of gain. Hold no expectations: then the rewards will come. If one strives for power and gifts, no true results will come, and one will become lost in lust. Praying for results brings no results. The true spirit appears only when there are no expectations to hamper it. Books and teachings talk of the results of meditation because they prepare the aspirant for the experiences that will occur. It is important not to look on these writings as advertisements. They are merely descriptions of what you will encounter. Sit down with no thought of results, and you will go naturally and spontaneously with Dao. It is admittedly a paradox. We are to know what to expect, and yet we should allow them to appear as they will. It seems irrational and inefficient. Yet, if you would know Tao, there is no faster way to enter the midstream. Day 112 And now beyond belief, daily musing for April 22. Today's quote: The difficulty lies not so much in developing new ideas, as in escaping from the old ones. John Maynard Keynes, 1883 to 1946. By August 2012, over 31 million copies of Alcoholics Anonymous had been circulated, and the big book had been recognized as one of the most influential books to shape American culture. The first 164 pages have been preserved, as is, despite the fact that we knew so much more about alcoholism and recovery in the years of later editions, 1955, 1976, and 2001. We realize we know only a little, concludes the final chapter of the big book, A Vision for You. The Founder's humility is ignored by followers who have chosen instead to make the text sacred. Dogma ends the discussion, forfeiting the input of the next generation. Instead of treating the text as anecdotal experiences, We treat it as though it has been divinely inspired. We can see why this reverence appears cult-like to onlookers. If Bill and Bob were Buddhists, who met in the 1930s, halfway around the world, they would likely have come up with an equally effective answer to alcoholism, although written in quite a different voice. Bill's favorite number might have been eight, not twelve. His approach may have been based on noble truths instead of Christian tenets. The program would work. It would be somewhat different. Stewards of our program may still have canonized founders and reified the message. Once we deem a passage sacred, we are blind to new evidence or more contemporary ways of expressing the kernels of truth in the message. The Twelve Steps, as expressed in 1939, are the medium, not the message. The message is the life restoring force of those words, which can be articulated in many thoughtful ways. Do I honor the wisdom of our founders without being rigid about the message? Is it the principles or verbatim text that holds the secret of my recovery? Am I firm on principle and flexible on methods? April 22. <laughs>